Hello and welcome to episode three of Social Anxiety Life. This week we're going to talk about anxiety around the workplace. Would you like to start us off, Simon? Yeah, when I think about work and the workplace, I think the thing for me is, obviously, if you're going to the workplace, you've got some kind of, you've got to have some kind of interaction with the people that you work with. Um, and depending on what sort of work you have or doing, whether it's an office, whether it's in a shop or whatever, I think for me, um, my experiences of anxiety in the workplace are not necessarily linked to the actual work itself because I think that the job that I do, I'm good at. I know that I'm doing the right thing. I know that uh, things are good. It's those things in it's those times within the workplace where you've either got to, you're collaborating with someone on on a project yeah or you're you're going to a meeting or you've been asked to go to a meeting um or something like lunch like someone says like do you want to come out for lunch and you feel like if you say no yeah if you come across as rude or you come across as, as unfriendly <laughs> when actually that's not the case yeah no, I would agree with that. I, I don't get anxiety with regards to my actual job. I'm quite confident in what I'm doing. I know I'm good at it. I think for me, there's two aspects to the anxiety. One is um, when I have to sort of publicly speak. That's something I've always found quite difficult. I think I found it easier as I've got older, but it still does create anxiety if I know I have to stand in front of a room of adults and speak. And then the other side where I struggle a little bit is around kind of work events. So any kind of social work things, maybe at the end of a day or at the end of a term, those for me at times can be a little bit of a struggle. Coming back to sort of publicly speaking, so do you get and you get the anxiety before it happens? Yeah. Because um, I think sort of my definition of anxiety would be it's things that haven't happened yet. It's things that are going to happen. Yeah. And I find the same that when you've got to deliver a staff meeting or you've got to deliver a presentation or you've got to have a meeting or whatever, I think it, the process of doing preparing for it is fine. It's then when you've got to do it, it's all those sort of social, it's almost those sort of social etiquette things like, um, am I making myself understood? What are they thinking as I'm speaking? Um, am I coming across really well? Um, what happens if I fluff something up? What happens if I say something wrong? That's yeah. where I get a little bit muddled. Um, yeah. I know that when it comes to something like an interview, um, a work interview, sometimes I will say, can I come back to that just to buy myself a bit of yeah. thinking time? Yeah, that's a good idea, actually, because sometimes I think in the moment you panic a bit, don't you? Mm. So it's quite a good... Um, good idea actually to say can I come back to that because then you're giving yourself a bit of breathing space yeah I think um when it comes to the public speaking speaking in front of adults like I remember being at school you know being sort of 13 14 and having to do presentations in front of my class and I remember back then I would get so anxious about it like I would get so worried before I did it and I'd be sort of quite shaky my voice would be shaking and I think it goes back to that I definitely find it less anxiety inducing now 
but it's always been something that I've slightly struggled with. Yeah, I found the same at school. I struggled a lot at school with um, when you're having like class discussion or you're contrib- you've asked you've been asked to contribute. Um, I didn't really engage very much with that, and then you're perceived then as like we've talked about this before. Mm. You perceive as like shy, quiet, reserved, introverted, yeah, um, unfriendly, rude, etc. When actually, as I've I think particularly for me when I've hit my 40s, I think I've realised actually there's nothing wrong with that. No, absolutely not. I think I struggle particularly, I'm I'm trying to think of something about work where it feels sometimes like when it gets to sort of social events, I feel almost like I'm on the edge of the social circle. I'm not in the social circle. So that say for example it's friday there's a message go around saying like pub um pub pub clubs going to happen today we're going to this place um in the past i've gone yeah but then i've looked at it and then tried to work out i've gone to the yeah i've gone to the pub um but it's all the preparation you do before you get there yeah you're looking at like who do you go in with preferably someone that you're comfortable with um who's already there and then then it comes to like the conversation that's the bit i find the most difficult whether it's if it's work conversation i'm usually okay but then when it sort of delves into small talk you're sort of asking like oh, you're talking about the weather you're talking about where you've been you're talking about what you're doing at the weekend i almost sort of i'm thinking on i'm thinking what's someone said already how how can i follow on from that and someone that's when i go quite reserved what could would come across as quite um reserved but actually it's not i just can't think of anything to say yeah no i have that as well where i find it really easy to talk about work i think we both do Mm. that's like quite an easy conversation to have but when it goes into the more personal conversations as you said you sit there and you're thinking about right what can i say how can I contribute? What questions can I ask? And sometimes you find that your mind, your mind is going and you're not saying a lot. And then you kind of fall a bit behind with the conversation. And then sometimes that makes you feel, you know, a little bit anxious or it just makes you feel a bit overly sort of mm. self-aware. I know sort of, I'm thinking about sort of like lunchtime and breaks and things. Usually I take a walk at lunchtime. I just go out, yeah. um, particularly if I'm visiting a new workplace and i always think like if you have an hour for lunch 45 minutes to an hour for lunch i go out for a walk which is i think is good for well-being anyway um if i have lunch with me i'll take it with me and if there's a park or something nearby i'll just go and sit in the park and that sort of i don't know if that's just sort of transferring or just blocking out whatever the issue is but it certainly makes me feel a lot better yeah because I can, I'm in control of what I'm doing, and I think it's almost the that sort of social aspect. You can, I suppose, some in some workplaces you can dip in and out. Yeah. If you choose to work at lunch, like I know that sometimes we would work through yeah. lunchtime <laughs> doing particular jobs, which means that we don't have to stay later after us after a certain time. Um. So I don't know whether that whether that that is the case whether 
there are people who yeah feel as though like they have to do the social stuff at work rather than being brave and saying that they didn't they don't want to do it yeah because I think you can maybe people might feel a bit bad if they are avoiding those social situations like you said you take yourself out for a walk but I I will quite often stay in my classroom at lunchtime not all the time but I will stay in my classroom and that's for two reasons one because I like to work and I like to get things done Mm -hmm. so I can go home earlier Um, but also maybe there is a slight avoidance there but then if that's what's best for my well-being yeah yeah then yeah as you said there's nothing wrong with that I think sometimes you need to do what helps you and if that's maybe at times avoiding those social situations there's nothing wrong with that I think then that leads into it leads into what the the other people or other person's perception is um and I think sometimes maybe it's a lack of it's maybe a lack of understanding yeah because I've worked with some people who get it oh absolutely. who I I say right I'm gonna I'm gonna have lunch here today or I'm gonna go out to the shop for a little bit and there's no question about it but there's some people who don't get the joy of being on your own yeah. because you can collect your own thoughts. You can reflect on how the uh, morning's gone. Um, if you're feeling a little bit um, maybe dysregulated yourself, mm-hmm. then it gives you just a chance to sort of get yourself more centred, yeah, as it were. And I don't think we should be afraid of saying it or doing it absolutely do you feel that over the years has your anxiety around work changed much or or do you just think you found maybe different ways of coping with it i think when it comes to things like um we were talking about presentations earlier i end up doing it and i feel as time's gone on i feel more confident doing it but there are times where I'm presenting and I lose my train of thought yeah. and I'm talking about something and I'm thinking, um, yeah, that's a good point. I'm coming across really well. And then suddenly I reach a block yeah. and that's when I start to get, I feel a little bit embarrassed even that I'm having to say it. So I try at that point to look at a certain, try and pick out a person for reassurance mm-hmm. Um because sometimes also my eye contact goes a little bit all over the place yeah. as well. Because when I'm presenting, I don't like making direct eye contact. Um, but when I sort of fluff my lines or fluff what yeah. I'm saying, I, I sort of look all over the place thinking, oh, no, I've made a mistake now. That person must think I'm really, yeah, really silly. Yeah, that's when, it kicks, that's when it kicks in. It doesn't happen as much now. But I remember when I first... Um, started working the sort of the thought of being told um oh, you got to do a meeting now you've got to do this it filled me with dread yeah but when i sort of start methodically going through right this is what i'm doing um this is how it's going to be and, and usually ends up being okay so actually on reflection there was no need to be anxious in the first place yeah but it's still hard oh yeah i think it's one of those things isn't it where the more you do something, the easier it gets. So like with public speaking, I think the more you do it, the less anxious you become about it. Not to say that the anxiety is not there, but you just find ways of coping and you kind of, you come to that realisation with something like public speaking where, okay, if I actually make a mistake, 
no one is going to care, you know, because that is what a lot of it is, isn't it? It's the overthinking of what are people going to think about me? How am I going to come across? And you, you've got to realise, you know, that that people don't judge you in that way. And actually, you know, standing up and, and speaking in front of people is quite an achievement, really. And sometimes it's about uh, being proud of those small moments and those small achievements. How do you feel about when you have meetings at, at work? Yeah. Um. If, some, if there's a, an unexpected meeting, yes. so if someone asks you for an unexpected meeting, because I like to, at the start of the day, I like to sort of plan out what I'm doing. So like today I had my had my notebook, I had all my things out that I needed to do, I sort of planned um, sort of my blocks of work and planned my lunch in and then everything else sort of fell into place. But when someone wants a meeting about something, yeah. Um, and it's not clear what it is. <laughs> yeah. What it's about. How does that? How does that make you feel? Yeah, it doesn't bother me from sort of a routine point of view. But I'm very much a person. If you're going to email me, I like to know what it's about because if I get an email that says, "Right, please, you know, you need to see me at four o'clock." immediately I have a tendency to think oh my goodness have I done something wrong what's this about and I do tend to go to maybe worst case scenario rather than just thinking oh it's probably just a you know a normal conversation or it could even be a positive conversation I don't know if you're the same yeah I find that it's sometimes it's like a phone call for example sometimes when people phone me yeah sometimes I just don't answer it Right. Especially if it's an unknown number. Oh yeah, I don't. If it's unknown those. number. Um, sometimes if it's if it's a if it's a friend, then usually I will answer. But I always think before, I'm, why are they phoning? Especially if I'm in the middle of something. If I've if I'm sort of watching something or doing something, someone phones. If I'm engrossing what I'm doing, then I'll leave it. Oh. I'll, I'll message them to say I'll phone you back yeah. later. But even like talking on the phone sometimes, is yeah. it, it feels a bit, it feels a bit um, hard, difficult even. Yeah. Um, but like with work stuff as well, I think sort of the in the event of like uh, WhatsApp and like other social media for communicating, I think that's slightly better now because yeah. people just message and do do all that now. Oh, absolutely. It's that sort of in-person stuff that sometimes I know you have to have, um, which I know I'm definitely better at, but um, I don't think people see the processes that, that I go through before that even happens. Yeah, well, people don't see the overthinking that happens before mm. something like a meeting or a presentation. That's right. Well, I think this has been a really good um, in-depth discussion about the workplace um I, I think we'll be very interested to hear what any of our listeners have um Absolutely. think about work and whether they have anything similar to what we've had um if you have then i think you should drop us a, a little line on the facebook group Oh, absolutely we would love to hear your experiences your thoughts on the episode any feedback you've got for us and um, episode four and episode five, I believe we're going to try and do that as one on the same topic, but we're going to do that in two episodes. Is that yeah, right? So we're going to sort of film one long episode and then break, break it into two parts for you. 
and I believe we're going to talk about um, social events, more general social events. Yeah, and we've got a lot to say on that. <laughs> we have. Thank you so much for listening to episode three. Thank you.